want to take a moment uh, right at the beginning and say happy Father's Day to all of our dads and uh, send you my love and my thanks and a prayer for those also who, who long to be dads. Um, I'm very great. I think my dad is probably in back with a camera because uh, he knew I would do something awful uh, if he was here. But I'm so grateful to Jesus. Uh, for you as a community, uh, dad moved in with me a year after I moved here and we both love it. We're so grateful for you all. Uh, we like being a part of this family. Um, in our gospel today, that's, that's what we're going to take a look at. And it's actually kind of a simple message and in, in, in a simple to say uh, challenge for us. One of the things that's a, a centerpiece of our faith, and it's really underrated, uh, but is the idea of what we call the incarnation, God taking flesh, God becoming one of us. It's so important to us that when we mention it at the creed, right, the instructions say we bow. When we mention the craziness, uh, uh, the humility, and the affection of our God to become one of us. Um, but today's gospel is one of those reminders, I think, of the beauty, if I may, of the practical application of the, of the uh, incarnation. The disciples are in a boat and there's a storm. And storms are scary things. You and I have no control over them. We, we can't even really predict when or how they're gonna hit us and, them, and what's gonna happen as a result. Storms are, 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 are uh, terrifying and seemingly random, especially back then. They didn't have the weather app. Uh, it's awkward. So there they are, and, and they're terrified. And here's the key. Jesus is in the boat. Now, we know from two other times that they crossed this exact same body of water that Jesus didn't have to be in the boat. I don't know if you read about this, but he, like, walked across it. Yeah, isn't that fun? Why would you ever be in a boat uh, if you could walk across it? Because they were in the boat, and they were afraid. And he knew they'd be, so that's where he was. At core, what you and I want to remember is God is in our boat. And I don't think we can think about that enough. I don't think there can be a point in our lives as, as followers of Jesus where we can say, yeah, I got it. He's in my boat. He's in the boat. And so when you are scared, he's scared with you. Not because he has to be, but because that's what God does. He, he's in the boat, and so when you and I get hurt, he gets hurt with us. And not because he has to be, but it's because that's how God loves. We need to keep this in mind, to comfort ourselves in our troubles, that there is nothing you and I will face alone unless we choose to face it alone. We can, and I love this, wake Jesus up and go, dude, <laughs> this stinks. We call on him, call on him. And I, I do wonder if he went back to sleep. I do. The gospel doesn't say, but I can kind of picture it. I mean, that would be so sweet of God, right? Get up, calm the storm, all right, peace, back to bed, you know. 
It's just a Tuesday for Jesus, you know. They needed him. They called him. He woke up. You and I need to remember that God's hunger to connect with us, it's also connected by our free will. He needs us to invite him. That's the blessing. And I think the challenge is always going to come with this simple statement. If God's in your boat, he's in everybody else's boat too. Because sometimes storms are inflicted on us. And sometimes, I think if we're candid, we are the inflictors of the storm. Our personal pain, our anger, our fear, our disillusionment, it creates a storm inside of us if we let it. If we don't let Jesus calm it, then you know what we do with that storm, right? Oh, we hand it off. <laughs> Have my storm. We give away our, our pain like it's a free sandwich. And we inflict our storms on others. And what we want to remember is if we can't not do that because we love the other person? Can we refrain because we love Jesus who's in their boat? When we decide our anger or our fear is enough for us to make someone else's life miserable, can we consider the fact that Jesus is in their boat? And if we can't refrain from hurting people because their dignity, let's do it because Jesus. This is, at core, I think, the problem in our society right now. I don't know how... I, we all got locked up for about 15 months. And it's clear we lost our minds. And we firmly immersed ourselves in people who don't care about us. And we rip each other apart over politics. As if those politicians will fight for us. We've lost our minds. We forgot who's in our boat, so we fear the storm. We forgot who's in their boat, so we make storms. Jesus is challenging us today to say to remember that he is the living presence inside of every person we meet, even that guy who didn't use the turn signal over here on Perry Road. I know a guy that happened to. Everybody we encounter has Jesus in their boat. So let's treat that boat with dignity and reverence and patience and love and mercy and let's never forego this eternal bond we have because of temporal and stupid things. Today, the blessing is that Jesus is in our boat because he wants to be and I can't get over that. That's so beautiful to me. And the storm doesn't scare him, so it shouldn't scare us. We call on him to calm the storms in our heart. Jesus, bring peace to this angry and scared heart. And then we take the beauty of that and we share it with others, with emotional discipline, with a recognition of the beauty of every human we encounter. And then at some point, there's enough of us with calm and peaceful hearts where it actually makes a huge difference. So that's what I got for you today. And it's monumental.
We're going to need some divine strength to pull this off. Good news. It's coming. In just a moment, I'll quit talking. And I know that's a great moment in and of itself. But it also means that we're about to get here. We're about to get in Jesus' boat at the Last Supper. Not to reenact it, not to remember it, but to participate in the Last Supper. And he's going to give us himself. We're going to take him in. And he's going to become a part of us in a deeper way. And when we call, he will come running and he will calm the storm. Amen.